Hello and welcome to the Olympic Channel podcast. I'm Ed Knowles. This is the home for the best bits of OlympicChannel.com. We've got some great interviews, plus a chance to learn something about Korean culture. It's our aim to take you truly beyond the snow and ice of Pyeongchang 2018 and right to the stories that matter. First off, I think an apology is in order because, as many of you have probably noticed, there was no podcast yesterday. It was, for me, an absolute monster day. In the morning, I was at the Yusuru Hanyu News Conference. He's the gold medal winning figure skater from Japan. And it's really no exaggeration to put him in the same bracket as Tiger Woods, David Beckham, Tom Brady, LeBron James, Serena Williams. You just can't do anything without an enormous amount of scrutiny. And it was just crazy to be there. So many Japanese media, really, 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 really busy. So that was just a pure experience. And I actually managed to get a question in the press conference, but which is on olympicchannel.com right now. And afterwards, everyone had cleared away and people would had left long, long ago when we were still clearing up. And he walked right past and I didn't notice. And he kind of touched me, said, hi, thank you, goodbye. And then walked off. And before it was all too fast, before I, I could realize just what had happened, gone. So, yeah, very strange. And then in the afternoon, well, I can't actually say what I was up to just yet, but it was big, very big. In fact, I really can't talk it up enough. And as soon as I can share that big secret, believe me, I will. I've also had a chance to go and watch the ski jumping the night before last, which was absolutely amazing, totally freezing cold. My IQ was tested to its absolute limit and I failed as I nav- tried to navigate my way there with Mark Condren, my uh, pr- producer here at Olympic Channel. I got totally lost, or we both did. And, uh, but I did, we made it up to see uh, both, the, both of the runs in the end and Poland's Kamil Stock, what a machine, came out on top. And so, what's in today's bumper edition of the podcast? It's a good one, for sure. Gold medals galore as we catch up with Team GB's greatest ever Winter Olympian, Lizzie Arnold. Spain's Javier Fernandez talks about his bronze at the men's figure skating. How did a snowboarder take home a Super G Olympic gold skiing medal? We ask Esther Ladeca about the biggest shock of the Games. Plus, I get a knitting lesson from Finland's snowboard team. It was a total disaster. But first, here are the top stories from olympicchannel.com. Pause and rewind. Some top Olympians have brought their pets to Pyeongchang. Whenever Yuzuru Hanyu completes his routine, fans shower the ice with Winnie the Poohs. But what happens to them? And Olympic Channel reporter Nicholas Vinder took a somersault sledge challenge with Olympic silver medalist Chris Master. Go to olympicchannel.com forward slash news or tap on the news bit on your app. It's really never looked so good, the news page. It's really worth checking out. Olympic Channel volunteer Heiji Kim will be talking K-pop. It's nearly time to make some serious playlist notes. But now, it wasn't looking good for British skeleton slider Lizzie Arnold. The World Cup season had been, by her own admission, a bit hit and miss. She said she'd struggled to refocus since winning gold in Sochi, and she was dizzy before the final run here in Pyeongchang. And... Well, she smashed it. And the win elevates her to a very special status. The best ever British Winter Olympian. 
Olympic Channel reporter Rachel Griffiths started off by asking her whether it's all quite sunk in yet. It feels very strange to hear someone say that. It feels amazing. It really does feel like a huge relief um, that the, the massive goals that the whole team dreamt of years ago, we've actually made into reality. And I was reading some of the stats this morning. First woman to win two skeleton medals, first woman to win back-to-back -back skeleton gold, first British athlete ever to win back-to-back -back Winter Olympic gold. Has all that sunk in yet? It, it hasn't, especially because the World Cup season this year has been a real up and down. You know, I had some hard results, and but I never gave up the belief that I wanted to be in Pyeongchang and I wanted to give myself the chance to perform. Just I just needed to get on the start line and I'd, I'd be able to do it. Um, so... Yeah, the, the, the stats and everything are astonishing, but right now at the moment, I'm just over the moon. We were watching last night, um, you gave your everything, you got a track record for your last run, and then it was all out of your hands. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really difficult watching someone else because, you know, I, I actually much prefer sliding than watching other people. I find it a, a, almost, you know, too nerve-wracking. But to be next to Laura, my teammate, and one of my best friends, um, I just desperately wanted her to be on the podium with me. So it was a tough end to the race, but what a race it was. And I heard you had a dream. Yes, it was probably a couple of nights before the... Um, competition and it was just a really strange dream I was on top of the podium I certainly remember that and then Laura was with me but I was too nervous to tell her about it in case it you know was a bad omen or anything um but yeah it's just brilliant that it's come true and how proud were you to have Laura one of your best friends with you on the podium yeah it's it's a huge honor to be on the podium with Laura Dees we started the sport together in 2008 and um we've both had you know good performances bad performances pushed each other been each other's hardest rivals through that through the past nine years um but to be here at the Olympics together was the dream and then to be on the podium is just you know extra extra special big congrats to lizzie arnold and also a shout out to rachel coming up don't go anywhere if you want to listen to my disastrous attempt at knitting with the finland team but now it's time to learn a little bit more about south korea olympic channel volunteer heiji kim is here to let us know about k-pop so just how big is k-pop heiji it's huge in Korea. Um, we have a very fastly growing Korean culture, um, and it's becoming part of a global culture, which is called Korean Wave, Hallyu. And in the center of Hallyu, there's K-pop. So there will be a lot of like fans, girlfriends, boy fans, and they'll be buying um, uh, photo books, like albums. They'll be going to concerts. Hol no, holo hologram. Yeah, ah. hologram concerts. So it's really big here. A hologram concert. That sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah, we What's do. Have... have you been to one? No, but I want to go. So uh, who are the type of people that are on your playlist? Who do you listen to the most? I love IU. IU is a solo singer, but she has a like an angel voice. And um, I also listened to Blackpink twice. Black who? Blackpink. They're okay. a girl idol group. Yeah. Um, and BTS. BTS. Yeah. Okay, that's the big one, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, They're yeah, like yeah. the One Direction of, yeah. of the K-pop world. <laughs> yeah. Even I know them. Uh -huh. I think they hit the Billboard. Um, yeah. It got a Billboard Music Award last year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do so. you have a favorite in the, in the BTS or are you? I like DNA and Blood, Sweat, 
Tears, that, that yeah. song, because they have a great performance and I love their music videos. Lot, it's very colorful and the des- dance routines are really awesome. Well, that's what I was going to say. Have you, do, it, when you were little, were you doing the dance routines <laughs> in the playground? Is this what the sort of thing that happens? Then? Actually, I went to a dance academy to learn like K-pop, K-pop dance routines for like... Um, uh, like girls' generation and what was that word that you just said? Sorry. Uh, that's one of the names for the girls' idols. Ah, idol okay. group. Uh huh. And when you say idol group, what does that mean? So there's like um six, like five, like more than five um girls performing together. They would have like main vocal, rapper, like sub vocals, and yeah. So which one would you pick? Which role would you pick if you were going to uh, be in the K-pop? <laughs> I think you've got a little voice on you, haven't you? Uh, maybe sub or main. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but not rapping. No, 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 no. Maybe I could be the rapper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could know. be... Uh, a, a duo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right then, hey G. Who, who, finally, who should we be listening to? What's your big recommendation for someone BTS. who's... BTS. BTS. Yes, <laughs> BTS. Okay, yeah. so that's who we should go and check out. Uh-huh. Hey G, thank you very much. There aren't many events left at the Winter Olympic Games, but if you are still unsure of who to keep an eye out at any event, you should have a little look at our Stories to Watch series. It gives you the people you need to keep an eye on, plus a great little overview of the event. Just stick in Stories to Watch, Olympic Channel, and the sport that you want to find out about into a search engine, and it'll all be there. So, the men's figure skating was breathtaking. Both gold and silver went to Japan, with youngsters Yasuru Hanyu and Shoma Uno dominating. But one of Hanyu's heroes is Spain's Javier Fernandez. There are only a handful of ice rinks in Spain, but Javier leads the way in the country in figure skating. Olympic Channel reporter Alessandro Poggi started off by asking him how it felt to be in what people were calling the best competition ever. And it is true that it was a good fight, a good final and a good Olympics in general from every skater. The level, it was amazing. So we got to be proud of the figure skating that we have at these Olympics. And tell me about, are you happy about your performance and it was an advantage or a disadvantage uh, competing uh, free skating uh, after uh, uh, UNU? Well, I think it, it doesn't really matter because he's doing his job and after I have to do my job. I mean, it gotta, it, we have a lot of things coming and going in our minds, but at the end of the day, if we're concentrated and we're ready to compete, then it doesn't matter who is before you or after you. Last question, what makes Anu so special? Well, he's a strong skater, he's young, and he, he, he likes to win and he desired and he put a lot of effort in practices, in trainings and in competition. His brain is pretty good. He always keeps himself really concentrated and I think that's what it makes him all the, you know, such a good athlete. Thanks to Javier there. Now, if you haven't seen it yet, take a look at the Women's Super G from Pyeongchang 2018. When the winner, Esther Ledecker, crosses the finish line, she's in total disbelief complete and utter shock. She's a snowboarder as well as a skier and she simply thought that the timings were wrong. The hard-working Italian Alessandro Poggi went over to see if she'd finally found any words. People call this success like one of the most amazing victories in Olympic history. What do you think? 
Uh, well, uh, <laughs> that's great. I, I don't have no words for that, really. How this, this victory was the, the most crazy moment in your uh, sporting uh, career? Well, I, I was hoping to get uh, on these spots on skis once, but I didn't really expect that this will happen so soon. <laughs> so for me, it's a very big surprise and a nice surprise. And I hope uh, my team is watching and uh, I really uh, am very grateful for all the job they made with me because uh, this is their victory and this is uh, what they deserve. One last, uh, who is this victory for? Who did you dedicate this victory to? To my grandpa, uh, also an Olympic medalist, and to my mom because she don't have the medal yet. <laughs> busy, busy man, Alessandro, and thanks to Esther too. Now, you might have seen the Finnish snowboard coach, Antti Koskinen, knitting. The first question is, why? Well, he's actually got a little special mission, and I managed to grab him for a quick word to explain all. We're knitting these square patches that we we will combine into a, into a blanket that will be given out to our, our president's newborn child. So it's a very important, best get it right. That's the, There's a big responsibility there now. There seems to be a bit of a responsibility, yeah. I, I already overshot my, my square patch and it's, you know, it has become some somewhat rectangular in shape, but I hope they, they still you know, we'll, we'll approve it. With the success, though, it starts to become a lucky thing. Do you th has it started to become a, a, a superstition of yours? Well, not really. Not, not really, I have to say. I'm actually keeping up a bit of statistics here, and it's, it's a kind of a 50-50 thing at the moment. So half the times I've been knitting, we've been doing, doing fine, and half the times I've been knitting, we've been doing not so fine. So I, I don't think it's a big superstitious thing yet at least. And afterwards, Auntie gave me a little bit of a lesson and, well, it didn't exactly go to plan. Close to the needle. Close okay, to the so needle. like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And then you need to find the yarn. Yeah. Yeah. Go behind it. Okay. Behind it. Like that. Yeah. Okay. It's all good. <laughs> then you're going to pull it back, back oh, no. through, through this. Right. Yeah, through to this side. So, how do I do that? I told you I would use this. <laughs> you didn't believe me. And you well, I, didn't, I didn't, but I, I believe in your potential. I believe in your potential. <laughs> <laughs> He's a real coach. Thank you so much to everyone on the Finnish team. So friendly. And so ends a monster edition of the podcast. Please do give us a subscribe if you can. That helps us out massively. I haven't had a chance to mow through all the comments, but I definitely will next time. So thanks to everyone for getting in touch. I will be back. Until then, it's goodbye.